Ezekiel chapter 27. This entire chapter is one big metaphor. The Lord is going to compare the destruction of Tyre to the sinking of a ship, which is very appropriate because Tyre is right by the ocean. In the last chapter, he compared the destruction of Tyre to a tsunami coming in from the ocean and destroying the city. But in this chapter, he's actually going to metaphorically illustrate Tyre as a ship that sinks in the ocean. Verse 1 And there is a word of Jehovah unto me, saying, 2 And thou, son of man, lift up concerning Tyre a lamentation, and thou hast said to Tyre. A lamentation is when you cry over the dead. The Lord is telling his prophet Ezekiel to weep over the dead people of Tyre because he is going to destroy them in the future. He's going to send the Babylonians against them, and then the Persians, and then the Greeks, and then the Romans, until they're completely destroyed. And each of these attacks is going to be like an ocean wave overtaking the metaphorical ship of Tyre. And this is because they were pagans who celebrated the fall of Jerusalem. From Ezekiel's perspective, none of this has happened yet because he's prophesying, and it happens later, but we already read about it in the book of Jeremiah. 3. O dweller on the entrances of the sea, merchant of the peoples, unto many isles, thus said the Lord Jehovah, O Tyre, thou, thou hast said, I am the perfection of beauty. This is the same thing that Lucifer said in heaven when he was created. He said to himself, I'm perfect because I'm beautiful. He didn't acknowledge that it was God who made him beautiful. Therefore, he couldn't take any credit for it. The city of Tyre has done the same thing. They are patting themselves on the back for being a well-fortified, strong city, not acknowledging that it's the Lord who made them strong and it is the Lord who can destroy them. For in the heart of the seas are thy borders, thy builders have perfected thy beauty. Tyre was a very beautiful port city. 5. Of firs of center they have built to thee all thy double-boarded ships, of cedars of Lebanon they have taken to make a mast for thee. This is talking about the ships that were built for Tyre, it's also metaphorically talking about Tyre itself. The Lord is representing Tyre as a ship with masts. 6. Of oaks of Bashan, they made thine oars. Thy bench they have made of ivory, a branch of Ashurim from isles of Chittim. The Lord is describing all of the wealth of Tyre. Tyre had cedars, oaks, ivory, and other precious woods and materials. 7. Of fine linen with embroidery from Egypt hath been thy sail, to be to thee for an ensign, of blue and purple from isles of Elisha hath been thy covering. The ships of Tyre may have had blue and purple, but in this metaphor, Tyre itself is dressed in blue and purple, so those must have been the colors of that city. When you were walking in downtown Tyre, you probably would have seen blue and purple flags and banners. They had embroidered linen from Egypt, and that would have been expensive. 
8. Inhabitants of Zidon and Arvad have been rowers to thee. Thy wise men, O Tyre, have been in thee. They are thy pilots. In this metaphor, the Lord is saying that the wise men and the sages of Tyre are piloting this ship. And that makes sense because they're giving advice to all of the leaders. So they were piloting what happened in the city of Tyre. They had workers from Zidon and Arvad. In the metaphor, they're called rowers. But we can assume that those were people who worked in the city. 9. Elders of Gabal and its wise men have been in thee, strengthening thy breach. All ships of the sea and their mariners have been in thee, to trade with thy merchandise. Gabal could be a place in Syria. Tyre is north of Israel, so it is kind of close to Syria. 10. Persian and Lud and Foot have been in thy forces, thy men of war. Shield and helmet they hung up in thee. They, they have given out thine honor. The Lord is showing how pagans from different areas and nations had either worked in Tyre or served Tyre in some way or another. So Tyre had alliances with other nations. Lud and foot are Lydia and Libya. 11. The sons of Arvad and thy force are on thy walls round about, and short swordsmen in thy towers have been. Their shields they have hung up on thy walls round about. They, they have perfected thy beauty. The valiant soldiers who fought with Tyre decorated the walls of the city with their swords. Their pictures were carved onto the walls of the city. And this is common in ancient cities to see pictures of soldiers and kings carved onto the walls. It's kind of similar today to a teenager having a rock star poster on their bedroom wall. It was a way of admiring and worshiping people. 12. Tarshish is thy merchant. Because of the abundance of all wealth, for silver, iron, tin, and the lead, they have given out thy remnants. Tyre traded with Tarshish, and Tarshish is another kingdom that was on the north side of the Mediterranean Sea. Some people think that Tarshish was England. 13. Juvan, Tubal, and Meshech, they are thy merchants, for persons of men, and vessels of brass, they have given out thy merchandise. Tubal and Meshech could be in the area that we think of as Russia today, or close to it. 14. They of the house of Tagarma, for horses and riding steeds and mules, they have given out thy remnants. Tagarma is Armenia. Tyre bought war horses from Armenia. In this part of the chapter, the Lord is describing the wealth and the influence of Tyre. 15. Sons of Dedan are thy merchants. Many isles are the mark of thy hand. Horns of ivory and ebony, they sent back thy reward. The area of Dedan sold ivory and ebony to Tyre. 16. Aram is thy merchant because of the abundance of thy works. For emerald, purple, and embroidery, and fine linen, and coral, and agate, they have given out thy remnants. These are also fine materials that they purchased 
from Aram, which I think is some Middle Eastern people. They were able to get purple cloth, which is very expensive, and emerald, embroidered cloth, fine linen, and expensive rocks. 17. Judah and the land of Israel, they are thy merchants, for wheat of Minneth and Panag, and honey and oil and balm, they have given out thy merchandise. Israel traded with Tyre, especially during the time of King Solomon. He was good friends with the people of Tyre, and ever since his time, Israel kept trading for fine foods, like fine flour, honey, and oil. 18. Damascus is thy merchant, for the abundance of thy works, because of the abundance of all wealth, for wine of Helbon and white wool. White wool would be more expensive than other kinds of wool, and they also bought wine from Damascus, which is in Syria. 19. Vidan and Javan go about with thy remnants. They have given shining iron, cassia, and cane in thy merchandise it hath been. Bright iron and the spices of cassia and cane came from Javan. 20. Dedan is thy merchant for clothes of freedom for riding. They bought soldiers' riding clothes from Dedan. Those would be riding pants. 21. Arabia and all princes of Kedar, they are the traders of thy hand for lambs and rams and he-goats, in these thy merchants. They got a lot of sheep from Arabia. 22. Merchants of Sheba and Rama, they are thy merchants for the chief of all spices, and for every precious stone and gold they have given out thy remnants. From Africa they got precious stones and precious spices. 23. Haran and Kenna and Eden, merchants of Sheba, Ashur, Chilmad, are thy merchants. The Lord hid the entrance to the Garden of Eden, but that doesn't mean that there wasn't a place named after Eden that was probably in the vicinity of where the Garden used to be. And those areas also traded with Tyre. The vicinity of Eden would be the north tip of the Persian Gulf. So they traded pretty far. Tyre was on the north east side of the Mediterranean Sea. 24. They are thy merchants for perfect things, for wrappings of blue and embroidery, and for treasuries of rich apparel, with cords bound and girded for thy merchandise. Not only did they buy beautiful linens and expensive clothing and textiles from those areas near the Persian Gulf, when those products were brought to them, they were wrapped very elegantly with beautiful cords. 25. Ships of Tarshish are thy double walls of thy merchandise, and thou art filled and honored greatly in the heart of the seas. The Lord says that Tyre was honored by all of those around her as a great ship of merchandise. 26. Into great waters they have brought thee, those rowing thee. The east wind hath broken thee in the heart of the seas. 
The Lord says that Tyre is being taken deep into the sea where the wind will break up the ship. This is a metaphor talking about the destruction of the seaport of Tyre. 27. Thy wealth and thy remnants, thy merchandise, thy mariners, and thy pilots, strengtheners of thy breach, and the traders of thy merchandise, and all thy men of war who are in thee, and in all thine assembly that is in thy midst, fall into the heart of the seas in the day of thy fall. In this metaphor, the Lord says that all these great men who made you beautiful and proud, they're all going to die in that ship as it sinks. This is saying that all the powerful men in the city of Tyre are going to die when Tyre is destroyed, and that includes the wise sages, the merchants, the soldiers, and anyone else who made the city powerful and strong. 28. At the voice of the cry of thy pilots, shake do the suburbs. When this city starts to go down, the towns around it will shake and quake. 29. And come down from their ships, have all handling an oar, mariners, all the pilots of the sea, on the land they stand. All of the other pilots and mariners from the surrounding areas, from the suburbs, will watch this ship sink, meaning that they're going to watch Tyre be destroyed. The wise men in the suburbs are going to watch the great city be destroyed where the wise men of Tyre are living. 30. And have sounded for thee with their voice, and cry bitterly, and cause dust to go up on their heads, and ashes they do roll themselves. In the Middle East, even today, if somebody is in great mourning, they put dust or ashes on their head, and they splatter ashes all over their clothing to show how sad that they are. In this metaphor, and in real life, the suburbs around Tyre would go into mourning when the city falls. 31. And they have made for thee baldness, and they have girded on sackcloth, and they have wept for thee in bitterness of soul, a bitter mourning. These pagan suburbs will shave their heads in mourning. 32. And lifted up for thee have their sons a lamentation, and they have lamented over thee, who is as Tyre, as the cut-off one in the midst of the sea. This is reminiscent of the fall of Babylon as well, which we're going to read about in the book of Revelation, the final Babylon, which also will metaphorically fall into the sea. 33. With the outgoing of thy remnants from the seas, thou hast filled many peoples. With the abundance of thy riches and thy merchandise, thou hast made rich things of earth. The city of Tyre made people rich. It was a wealth factory. 34. The time of thy being broken by the seas in the depths of the waters, thy merchandise and all thy assembly in thy midst have fallen. He says that the merchandise of Tyre, the city of Tyre, and all the powerful people who live there are going to be destroyed. 35. All inhabitants of the isles have been astonished at thee, and their kings have been sore afraid. They have been troubled in countenance. When you see a really powerful person or a powerful country fall, it scares you because you realize 
If they could fall so easily, then we can too. So the kings around Tyre will be afraid when they see Tyre fall. They'll hope that they're not next. 36. Merchants among the peoples have shrieked for thee, wastes thou hast been, and thou art not, to the age. There is a place on the map called Tyre today, but it's absolutely nothing like the Tyre of old. The Tyre of ancient times is long gone, and it will never come back. It will never be that great, illustrious city port again. People think a lot more of Rome, London, and New York than they do of Tyre. In fact, most people don't even know the name Tyre. They've never heard of it before. We only know because we're reading the Bible. The Tyre of old is definitely gone. So when he says it will be extinct forever, he's right. The Tyre of that time was like Rome today, and there's no comparison between the two today. And that concludes Ezekiel chapter 27.